Merry Christmas to all of our listeners. Oh my goodness. It's Christmas week, Deb. Yes. How do you feel about this? I'm super happy about Christmas. (laughs) I love Christmas. Yes, I do too. Um, I'm Crystal and we are just really excited to talk about our message with you today. And it's, we're going to try to keep it short and sweet so that you can continue on with all of your Christmas festivities and wrapping gifts and planning Christmas dinner menus and all the other things on your to-do list. <laughs> oh, I know my to-do list is huge and I never want to look at another present again right now. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> Stuffed in my closet, ready to be wrapped. Um, but we have a really special message for you today and it's very personal. And as, and Deb, I wanted to ask you first, as you've walked and been a Christian all these years, you know, when, when did you believe in Jesus? Were you 20? 23. 23. Okay. Mm-hmm. So after all these years, what do you feel like, how has Christmas kind of just been really special to you? And what are the things that you love the most? I love how the whole world, well, even if they're not meaning to focus on Jesus, they are because you can walk through the stores mm-hmm. and you can hear like if you if you listen to it came upon a midnight clear, if you listen to those words or angels we have heard on high, they right. are powerful, powerful songs about the Lord. And I love it that whether everybody knows Jesus or not, they're kind of participating in his his they've uh, got those you know, tunes going. Mm-hmm. I love oh, it. Oh, that's so true. He's worthy. He is worthy of being celebrated 365 days a year, and right, I just love it. I love it when we when everybody participates, even if they don't know it. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like that. It's kind yeah. of a default participating, it whether is. you want to or not. Right, you're going to praise true. Jesus this season. It doesn't matter. <laughs> well, um, our message today. And my, uh, I was in church on Sunday. You know how God just every now and then stirs up a message inside of you, just this aha moment, something that he really wants you to think about. And what he kind of downloaded to me and just really stirred my heart about was that God is all wrapped up in us. Mm-hmm. While we are wrapping up all these Christmas presents, trying to make everything special and everything perfect and or not, right? Sometimes it looks like chaos and it's such a mess, but we're doing it anyways. Yep. Um, I think that it's really important to remember and to know that God is all wrapped up in us. Mm. We are in some ways like a gift to him. He's pleased with us. He loves us. Um, he has done so much for us. He came down to this world during this season for us. And I mean, I know, I know a lot of times when we think about that, you know, we realize what a gift he is. I mean, the ultimate gift, right? You can't get anything better than that. But kind of looking at it the opposite way and challenging our hearts to look at it a different way to say that God is actually all wrapped up in us. He thinks mm-hmm. we're really great. And he thinks we're really worth coming down to this world for Mm -hmm. to come to save us and to rescue us and to be our savior. And so um, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be so much fun to talk about. (laughs) I can't wait to tell you the the message behind it. I know. And I love the scripture that talked about the lamb of God was slain before the foundation of the world. And before Mm. he even came before the earth was even created, he knew he was going to have to come and die a brutal death. 
and he did it anyway. Our pastor at our church just last Sunday, um, he said, he said, God has, he said, a slow plan of redemption. He's working out his plan. And always we look at it and think it's not our timing, right? But this has been the plan, like just the verse that you just said, from the dawn of creation. This has been the plan the all along. Oh my God, before the foundation of the world, uh-huh. that's what it was. And that's huge, right? And, you know, he, he did that. And now we are coming, you know, at this point in time to really celebrate, to think about it, to worship him, to do all these things because he's working out his plan and we're on this end of it. And I think that that's really, I think it's so awesome. Well, I'm going to jump in and I'm just going to start talking about how really quick. Here it is. Ephesians one verse four. I want to make sure you have the scripture for he chose us before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. Oh wait, that's not the one. It's a different one. The lamb of God was slain. But That's a good one too. It is a good one. (laughs) Just thinking about him, right? Lamb of God. Let me just, you go ahead and go and I'll find the scripture and then I'll jump in. Okay. I'll remember. So as I was thinking about this on, on this past Sunday and thinking about how God is all wrapped up in us, I looked at it like it was all these, all these layers, these beautiful layers, um, how, how God came to rescue the whole earth, right? That's why he came. He came here to be our savior. And does it Jesus, doesn't it mean, wait, can you, I just told you, Deb and I were just talking before this, and I told her, what does Jesus mean exactly? Wasn't it Jesus saves? No. <laughs> wait, what? Do you remember I was telling you, you guys are just right here in the middle of a conversation. Yeah. That's all this is today. <laughs> and I found remember this scripture. I was, Oh, good. Okay. Say the okay. scripture and I'm going to look up what I was looking up. Okay. So it's Revelation 13, verse 8, King James, and all that dwelt upon the earth, all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Mm. Thinking about that blows my mind that he knew what he was going to have to do when he created the world. Right. And he did it because he's amazing and he loves us. He did it anyway. Yeah. Okay. What was that? Oh, so good. Okay. Sorry. And you know, I've been thinking about this all week, so it makes me crazy that I forgot it. But um, Jesus literally means God is salvation. Oh. He came to save. God with us. God with us. God is salvation. That is what his name means. It means that he saves and so, you know, as we're thinking about him this season, as, as I was thinking about that on Sunday, um, you know, he, and I'm thinking of these layers of what that meant, you know, at, at the bottom layer to me, that looks like he came to save the whole world, right? Just as a people, he came to save us as a people, not even separate countries, not anything like that, but as a whole entire world people, that's incredible, right as it is right there. But then he takes it even further and he goes, well, I came to save a people, but I came to save your people, my people, right? I live in the United States. He came to save He came to save us. He came to save a very specific people group. He came to save, you know, uh, Africans. He came to save Asians. He came to save, he breaks it down into these smaller groups. And then further than that, no, I came to save the people in your community, the people that you're around, the people that you love, the people that you're with. I came to save them. They were really important to me. And then 
I'm like, Jesus, you're so good. That's so great. I'm so grateful, right? We see churches everywhere, you know, shining hope and hoping that people come through their doors and hear about him. And he really cares about that. And he came so that could happen. And then he takes it further and he goes, but I really also came so I could save the people in your home. Mm-hmm. Talking to me, right? Crystal, the people that are in your home, these these beautiful children that I gave you or your husband or whoever it is that's in your home with you. I came to save those people that are closest to you. And then, oh my goodness, Lord, thank you so much. You came to save us. I'm so grateful that that feels closer. Each layer brings it closer and closer and closer, right? And then the gift, the part where you feel like, I don't know if I deserve this, right? But you think about it and that's the amazing part is None of us actually deserve it, but he came to do it anyway, right? And now he says, but actually why I came was because I wanted to save you. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be you. And I'm, and, and you know what he spoke to me that Sunday morning, I was, I was sitting there and I was closing my eyes and, and I was thinking that he was saying to me in that moment, Crystal, I'm all wrapped up in you. Man, I just care about everything about your life. I care about your kids. I care about your heart, who you are, your feelings, what goes through your mind, the things that bother you, the things that make you happy, the things that bring you joy. I care about the, the people that hurt you, you know, the, what that does to you. I am just all wrapped up in you, and I love being with you, and I love being and all the details and the intricacies of your life. That, that is why I came, I came to save you on that deep of a level, that deep. And so, you know, I think sometimes we're going through the motions during Christmas time. You know, we're very distracted. We're thinking about a million different things that we have to do, like what we just started off the podcast with, wrapping the presents and getting the presents and, you know, making sure our kids are thankful and (laughs) making sure that they care about the right things and making sure we care about the right things. I mean, there's so much to be distracted with, but, you know, sitting there that morning, I just thought he came for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was the part of his plan. He had to come to earth. He had to be a baby. He had to live as a human, right? And, and even in that, it's a gift because he, he understands what we are going through because he walked it. He got to feel people betray him. He felt people hurt him. Um, I'm sure he got to eat delicious food. He got to do things that were the wonderful things that he created this earth for um, and, you know, gave it to do. But more than that, you know, he walked it and then he knew what he had to do eventually was his plan was to get here to save us. And like I said, saving us as a people, but you got to boil that down wherever you are today, wherever you're listening, he did come to save us as his people. But remember first and foremost that he came to save you and that his relationship with you is so personal and that he knows you and he loves you and, and he knows it all and he's okay with it. Right. I mean, I think that that's the hard part. We get worried that maybe, Ooh, I don't know if I want him to know all of those things, right. (laughs) About me, but he does. And he delights in us. 
I mean, he really loves us that much where he even delights in us. And so, you know, I think that that is the big overarching umbrella part of what we're talking about today is how much God loves us, how personal that love is, how intimate that love is, and how he's all wrapped up in us and he wants to do it all with us. And he literally came for that reason to save us and then to live our life with us. The way to the father and show us how to live. And Mm -hmm. do you know what I was actually thinking about? I think I heard it somewhere too. And then I really started thinking about it. The level of intimacy that Jesus wants with us can feel uncomfortable sometimes Mm. because of living in the world and we've been hurt and we feel shame and we feel like we have places in our heart that we don't want to share with Jesus because he won't like it. He won't be pleased, but he wants that level of intimacy with us. He wants it's, it can feel awkward to human beings, especially Hmm. if you've been through hurt and, but that's what he wants. He wants to be that because he's in us already. Right. This right. is the thing I think we forget. He's in us. We are in Christ. He is in us. We are one, right? Yeah. And so it's like, well, he's there already. And he's seen that little place of our heart that we're embarrassed right. to show him. He's but, like sat in that little closet before. Yeah, he has. <laughs> hey, but, here. But, but we're too, we, we're too uh, afraid or we don't, we don't, you mm. know what I think? Sometimes we don't even know how to let him in. And yes. that's where his, that's where prayer comes in. And that's where asking him for revelation, you know, where it talks Mm -hmm. about giving the spirit of wisdom and revelation that we would know him better. I heard um, this podcast the other day that talked about the fact that money is the currency of earth, but revelation is the currency of heaven. Oh, wow. That's so good. Think about that one and how in in that scripture uh, segment in Ephesians where it says, pray that you will have a spirit of wisdom and revelation. We have to ask God for that, but we should be asking him so that we can even understand his love crystal. Like what you're even talking well, about. <laughs> there's a verse in, how do you say this? Zephaniah. Am I saying uh-huh, that right? I love Zephaniah. Okay. Okay. So Zephaniah three seventeen says the Lord, your God. And you know what? I want to speak to that too. You know, I think we get nervous to pray or to let Jesus in or to read scriptures out loud. Like we're going to mispronounce things, right. Or whatever it is, whatever your fear is around your faith that you have, you know, that keeps you shy or keeps you in that place. I think, you know, I don't know all the right words and sometimes I say things wrong, but it's really what, (laughs) what God wants to say to us. That's the most important thing. So keep saying it and say all the words wrong and it's okay. Um, Mm -hmm. But Zephaniah 3.17 says, the Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will rejoice over you with gladness. Whoever's listening right now, close your eyes. The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save, who has saved, right? He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love and he will exult over you with loud singing. I mean, picture that. Picture how personal that is. He will quiet you with, with his love. How many of us want to want to be quieted this Christmas season? You know what I mean? It Mm -hmm. feels, feels chaotic. It feels like there's a lot going on. But that he is a mighty one who will save. He came during this Christmas time to come and save us, walk the path, 
get to his 30s and die on a cross, right? That's why he came. And, and he will quiet you with his love and he will exult over you with loud singing and he rejoices over us with gladness. I mean, I think that's so beautiful. I, and, and so, you know, as we're, as how many we're thinking of us have of, ever had anyone rejoice over us with singing, like how many of us have ever had that, you know, right. that is a special love that God has for us and that I, it just hmm. makes me want to love him even more. It makes me want to, I don't feel like we were talking about like, um, like I, I went to this prayer. I go to these prayer people that are amazing in town here and they pray over you for an hour and they were asking me, you know, how do I feel about God? Do I feel like I can talk to God? And I'm like, I have no issues with God whatsoever. Um, you know, like a lot of people mm-hmm. have issues with shame and stuff, but I don't have that. But because I know it is like being lost before coming to Christ, I feel like I know how bad I was, but I, mm. I feel like he's just forgiven me and I can walk mm. in it because the word says that I'm forgiven and the word says that I'm free. And so now I'm just like, wow, hey, I'm having a good time. <laughs> God loves me. He is rejoicing over me with loud singing. Like, yeah. <laughs> you can feel that revelation. I think each believer has a different journey with that. You know, I think that's and and their own struggles along the way. And they all have a different flavor because we're all so different. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, for me, I have the probably the opposite where I, I do feel guilt and shame and mm-hmm. whether that be from my past of, you know, things that I've done that just, I'm not proud of or um, ways that I've acted or a, a lot of times it's that I haven't been in communion with God and I get to him finally. And I think, Oh, he must be so disappointed in me. Mm-hmm. Like how long has it even been since I've read my Bible or spent time praying or done any of these things that are so important as Christians to do. And I've just been too busy. And I realize even in my prayer time, Oh, it's such an excuse. I'm not too busy. I've scrolled my phone today. You know what I mean? I've done all these things. Um, and that that's kind of like maybe a, a silly way of feeling disappointed, but there's actually, you know, underneath that all of us have lived lives where we probably have things that we are very, you know, we're disappointed in ourselves by, mm-hmm. and we end up putting that on God, that he must feel the same way about me as I feel about myself. And then that creates all that distance. You know, and as we're talking about this Christmas season, God is all wrapped up in us. You know, we may create that distance from him, but he never creates that distance never. with us. He wants to be close to us. Mm-hmm. And I love this verse and it says Romans 5, 8, but God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, mm-hmm. Christ died for us. Mm-hmm. While we are still sinners, while we still have, you guys, we're going to sin for the rest of our life. Yeah. For the rest of it. I mean, I can't even imagine that. (laughs) I wish that we could become perfect, but we can't until heaven. And so while we're here, God is like, look, everybody. And this is what Deb and I were talking about the other day, kind of as we were talking about putting this podcast together and what we wanted to say. But it's like Christ came and he died for us in the midst of our sin. He didn't ask us to get perfect. 
and to make it all right and to make everything great. And then we can accept his gift, right? Where he saves us and we get to have a relationship with him and all that. And then we're going to live this happy life. No, he said, it's, and it says just what I just said. He shows his love for us that while we were still sinners, we are still sinners right now. He died for us. And so he kind of came and I was, I was asking Deb, Hey, do you, have you ever seen that meme or that little clip that or picture that goes around? That's like a receipt, right? And it says, Jesus paid it all. Yeah. At the bottom, Jesus already <laughs> paid it all. We have nothing that we need to figure out. We have no debts that we need to pay. There's no amount, you know, and we were talking about confession and, you know, I was saying that this is something I really struggle with is God being disappointed with me. And it makes me distant from him on purpose. Like I distance myself. And, and I, and as I was telling her about that, I was saying, you know, I need to remember that my, my prayer life and my intimacy with Christ shouldn't necessarily just be me just only confessing the entire time Mm -hmm. because God delights over me. He sings over me, right? These, I, 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 that is a very important part of our faith. We do need to confess. We need to confess our sins. That's absolutely b- biblical and something that should be happening. But then there should be that point where we receive the forgiveness and then we just bask in the joy of knowing Jesus and being with him and knowing he's going to help us. And so, you know, whatever, you, wherever you're at today and wh- wherever, you know, you find yourself in life. You know, as you think about your relationship with God, especially during Christmas right now, you know, I, I would encourage you kind of just to do what I did, which is just observing where am I at with Christ? You know, Deb says, you know, her walk is you came and you feel really great, right? You feel saved from all that bad stuff. You don't feel the the condemnation from that. I didn't know how to, like, I didn't know how to live for Christ. And then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, I do Mm. have someone telling me how to live. Like, I don't feel alone anymore. I don't know about you, but before I became a Christian, I felt so alone. Oh yeah. But now I don't feel alone. I mean, I, I make mistakes. Actually, I had to confess to a friend of mine today, a mistake that I made. I confessed to God right after it happened and then I moved on. But then I also felt like I needed to confess to my friend. And it was a thing I said, I feel like I was really prideful when I said this and I shouldn't have said it, you know, and yeah. then I was done. I was done with my friend, meaning we were done. It was like 30 seconds. I was done with God, done, you know, confessing. Right. And I love that you said that. It's not just like, oh, I'm such a bad person. I'm such a bad person. Knowing that he is all wrapped up in us and that he's forgiven our past, present and future sins, knowing right. that it's all covered by the blood of Jesus, all of it, all of it. Yeah. So we can oh. move forward. And right. We will always move sin. forward. <laughs> we will always sin. And we will forward. always yeah. sin. Right. And, but his you know, love God has open us. access. Yeah. It does. And it heals us. You yeah. know, we're going to keep sinning, but hopefully we keep growing. Right. Yeah. We're still going to have our mess ups and our things that we do. Um, and, and I think God, he's not a stranger to that. You know, when we sin, he's not like, what? They sinned? <laughs> like, that would be crazy, right? He knows. He he absolutely knew that coming here. And it was like, so I, what I figured out along, along the years, which I'm so grateful for, was God would stop me during this 
oh, I'm so such a lowly person. I'm so sorry for all the things I've done. And how can you ever be pleased with me? And, and, and one day God just kind of shook me up and just went, Crystal, stop. Hey, hey, look at me. I paid for that. Why are you <laughs> yes. bringing it up over and over and over and over again? That is done. Can you be forgiven? And can we talk about something else? You know what I mean? <laughs> and I was so grateful that he did that. I mean, that was huge for me. And, you know, obviously it's not a tangible feeling. He didn't shake me, but it was really inside. I had a huge heart change. And now going to God, I do just like what you said, Deb. And, you know, this could also be years of faithfulness on your end, coming yeah, to him I, in confession, yeah. coming to him in prayer, reading the word all the time and continuing this intimacy with God that we're talking about, because that's why he came is to have that with us. You know, I think that that comes from this, this, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep walking with him. I'm going to keep on having this intimate communion, this intimate prayer time where I know he sees it all. In Romans 3, 23, it says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. God is the only one who gets all the glory. Amen. You know, we're not going to get it. And he doesn't expect us to live a life. I mean, he does, he wants us to live a life that is for him. Right. He wants us to stay on his path. He wants us to proclaim him to the world, you know what I mean? Especially to those around us that he's put in our circle. Um, he ha he definitely has a mission for us, but the glory is his. And so we don't need to worry about how glorious we look in his sight. We just need to give him all the glory and just know that we are still going to be sinners for the rest of our time on earth and that God came to save us from that and that we need to accept that and then we need to just continue in our friendship and our relationship with him. And I think that that's where he, you know, going back to the verse we were talking about in the beginning, you know, that is where he goes, oh, I'm rejoicing over you with gladness. Thank you for staying on the path, right? Thanks for sticking with me, staying close by me and just staying on the path. That makes me so happy. That is our place. It's our, it's, it's the sweet spot. It's the good spot of life. And it's what I came for. So yeah, I just, I absolutely love that. God is just so good. He, he, it always blows my mind, you know, that, that, that it never gets old. He never stops never. giving us revelations. Never, never. We just have to ask. No. Right. And he'll get and and he's faithful to give them to us. And, you know, I keep, I keep wanting to like engage with our listeners, but it's like today, you know, what, what, what are the questions stirring around in your mind? What are the things that you have going on that you're like, God, I know that this is getting in the way of me being really close to you. And I know God that you came to save me and to have this sweet friendship, this, this father to daughter love with me, this is getting in the way. Can you show me what to do to get rid of it and make that a prayer this season? And he, he is a God of revelation. He is going to give it to you. If you ask him in faith, he is going to give you a revelation. And I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, God, you know, the way God works when he did that to me that day, I, I felt completely different after that, man. I, I almost never looked back. You know what I mean? And that's ever, that is lasting change. And God's the only one who can do that. 
He's the only, it's the only, only time you can be asking somebody a question and they give you something back that, that flips it and gives it a 180. You turn around and you do something new. God is the only one who can do that in the gentlest, purest, kindest way that there is. So where, you know, whatever that is for you today, just do it. Sit with him and ask him and then patiently wait. And he is going to, he is going to reveal himself to you. Can you give our listeners a, like a, just a practical next step? Okay. Yeah. What, so first of course would be pray and ask the Lord, you know, to reveal any areas or so go ahead and give us some good steps some takeaways. Some good steps. Let me think about this for just a second. Well, you know, I think that, and I was talking to my daughter about this. This is a health club for moms, right? <laughs> We're all moms. We're all, I mean, while we are sitting here trying to learn and grow and know what to do with in our, in our faith or any other area of life, we are, we are also called to the task of talking to our kids about it and teaching them too, right? Um, so there's a lot going on. But I was talking to my daughter and she has been having a really, she's 12 and she's been having a really hard time with one of her friends. And um, I said, you know, I was telling her, honey, have you been praying about this for your own heart? Just for your heart and it all. You know, I don't know if anything's going to change with your situation. And I don't know if that friend is going to, you know, be a good friend to you. And I have no guarantees, but have you been, have you been praying? And she said, yeah, mom, I've been praying. I've been, I've been trying to pray about it and it does make me feel better. And then I said, do you feel God talking to you about it? And she's like, I don't know, not really. <laughs> and so I said, have you been reading your word? Have you been reading your Bible? And she's like, no, I actually haven't been reading my Bible. Like almost at all. I think I do need to read my Bible. And I'm like, oh, you totally need to read your yeah. Bible. That would be so good. And God is really, that is how he speaks to us. And so a lot of times I think we, that's our part we get hung up on, yeah. you know, and it doesn't, whether you're 12 or 62 makes no difference. You know, sometimes we go to God and we say, Lord, um, here's this thing, you know, and, and I need you to tell me what to do. And then people kind of close that little prayer part of their day, right? Move on. And that's it. And then they're like, oh, I haven't heard anything from God. I have no idea what God wants me to do. I've had no revelations. I don't, I don't know what he wants me to do. And, and the other part where our faith becomes, and I love talking about it like this, our faith becomes activated when we read our word, mm -hmm. you know, and when we understand God and we understand his will and we understand his ways and we understand his characteristics and we understand his promises to us. And so when we're in our word and we're reading our word combined with our prayer time, if we ask a question, God is so faithful. And I bet you, you know, nine times out of 10, maybe more, God is going to reveal it to you through his word. Have you had that happen to you, Deb? Oh my goodness. Where you feel <laughs> like God is speaking to you through his word like that. Like, especially when you're in a situation, you're in, you're going through a hard time. You're in a circumstance that feels impossible or you're really hurt, you know, and something's going on. I feel like I've definitely felt like that. What mine about were, you? Like, tell me mine about Mine were always scriptures like, okay, so I'm praying about mm -hmm. something and it was always things like be completely humble and gentle 
or honor mm. other people above yourselves or do not look after your own interests, but also the interests <laughs> of others, you know, like for the right. longest time when we had our kids in our home, especially teenagers, every time I would go to my Bible, it would like, mm. I would open up or something and on my way to where I was going to go read and it'd be right there. And I'm like, okay, God, right. You near, you're reminding me for this again. It is absolutely mm. living active, just like the word says about itself, mm. sharper than any double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. It goes straight to your heart. And so when mm-hmm. we read the word, God, who is God is father, son, and Holy spirit. And the Holy spirit is alive and well, and he's going to teach you all the things that Jesus said and did. And so when you're mm. reading the Bible, that word is going to stand out to you for exactly what you need, but you have to mm. read it. You need to read that you have one to read it. any other book. <laughs> and I, Yes. Oh my gosh. And, and really staying engaged in your faith. You know, a lot of times when we're going through hard things, we pull away and it's literally the last thing we need to do. So as you're talking about how do, how are we practical? What are our next steps? You know, these are your next steps. You stay engaged in your faith. You go to church on Sunday. Yep. You go, you pray with your friends. You tell your friends what you need prayer yep. for. You, you, you be in your, if you have a problem, that Bible should be open constantly, mm-hmm. <laughs> open constantly. Lord, I am ready. I am willing. I, I, if you are going to tell me something, I'm not going to miss it. I'm mm-hmm. right here. It, whether it's through your word, it's through a friend, it's through your pastor at church. You've got to have all the gateways open for how he speaks to us, you know? And I think that that's something that, that is missed sometimes. And, you know, even as I'm talking with my friends or things I've been through, you know, I know that there's been, there have been times where I just have felt this dryness. Oh, it's mm-hmm. so dry. Right. But then I'm like, well, I'm not really doing it. I'm not really doing much. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not activating my faith. I'm not enjoying this this deep intimacy, this friendship with God that he came for. I'm not even engaging in that. I'm just expecting him to make some things good because I believe in him. Do you know I, what I'm saying? But oh my gosh, yeah, I would not <laughs> be who I am today. I would not at all. So like your kids grow up, mm-hmm. you're not doing all the stuff you used to do. They're out of the home. If I didn't have all you guys in my life, all of you amazing young women, our team, our moms that I get to know, you guys keep me so strong in my faith because everywhere mm-hmm. I turn, I have someone who will tell me the truth if I'm asking a question about something. Mm-hmm. Or, and I love mm-hmm. having people in my life that will speak truth to me. And Crystal, I love that about you because you do it all the time. And you know, you're, you're, you're so <laughs> grounded and I know I love it though. I love it. I'm, I love that scripture. It talks about rebuke a wise man. He'll be wiser still, you know, like, um, mm. you know, we should all be those wise men that when we get godly rebu- rebukes from people that we trust, you know, people that we, we are walking this road with that we will become wiser because of mm. their influence. And I think that having the body of Christ around us and, you know, being open is so good. And the number one thing is work, you know, it's Bible prayer circumstances in the church. That's what I love experiencing God, that Bible study. And it says, that's the the way that you hear from God Bible. And of course there's other ways. There's countless other ways. You know, we, mm-hmm. we hear from God. A lot of people dream, you know, they hear from God, but he'll never mm-hmm. contradict his word. Whatever words you get from the word, from your church, from your pastor, from your friends, it will, if it is from God, it will always go along with scripture. And so mm-hmm. it's so good that you're engaged. Crystal. And I think that I'm engaged, you know, in my season 
I feel so much mm-hmm. stronger in my faith than I've mm-hmm. been my whole entire life. Well, and you don't, it's, you know, I think boiling this part down, we're not, we're not distancing ourselves. You're almost submerging yourself into yeah. it, right? Submerging ourselves. That's, that's yeah. the thing we need that. That's the, that's the revelation time. And that is the kind of communion that God wants with us, mm-hmm. which like you said at the beginning of the podcast, that can feel a little scary to have somebody really know all these ins and outs and the deep, dark places. But man, when he gets to those places and he gets in those parts and he does his work with them and you are set free from things mm-hmm. that hold you down, you realize the power of Christ and what he is capable of doing. And then you want more, right? Yeah. It, once you yeah. let him in, then you want more. Okay, God. Woo. I didn't know. I didn't know you could do that. You know, I didn't, I didn't want to let you in that room, but you yeah. came in anyway and you did it. And man, I feel like a million bucks, you know? So why was I hiding I think, that from you? I feel why so was much I better. Right. Yeah. Or why wasn't I spending any time with you? Man, I feel so different when I spend time with you and when I'm here with you and when I experience your forgiveness or when I experience your love or your kindness or, you know, whatever it is that he's giving to you, you know, I mean, I'm serious. I, I, as you know, bringing it all back from the very beginning of the podcast, sitting there that day on Sunday, this past Sunday, just thinking the Lord, man, he's all wrapped up in us. You know what I'm all wrapped up in my kids. I'm like, they've had a bad day. Well, I want to talk to them about it. Right. (laughs) Uh You see your kid had a bad day. You're hoping, especially when you have like a teenager, older Mm -hmm. kid, please learn to help them talk to me. Mm -hmm. You know, I asked him how their day was going and they're like, (laughs) oh yes. Right. It never ends. But you know, you, you want to know how it's going. You know, my daughter eventually will be like, mom, okay, that's enough. Right. But I'm all wrapped up in her. I want to know so bad how she feels feels and is she hurt and can I help and does she need some cookies or does she want to (laughs) go you know like what does she need how can I help her I hate to see my kids hurting Mm -hmm. and when you think about that you think about the way God loves us oh my gosh he is that that he loves way better than we do so if I'm all wrapped up in my kids and I care about the details of their day I care about their hearts and I care about their mind and I care about their hurts how much more does God care about those for us? How much more? I mean, we have to pray to understand, right? Yes, that, I mean, yes. that's what it says. We have to yes, pray to even begin to understand the ways that God feels about us. And so, you know, as you look at these, anybody that you love that you're all wrapped up in, you know, imagine God just feeling that same way about you and more. And more. Just and more. Yeah. We are imperfect. So our love, can't, love. it can't compare. Right. So, you know, I, I think it's so, so good that we really take this seriously and that we really think about him as being all wrapped up in us this Christmas season. You know, if you're wrapping presents and you're overwhelmed, just take a minute and sit there and, and pray to God or just be here with me. Yeah. I just want to feel your presence. I just want to feel you, you pray close that. to me. We should pray okay. that right now. That I say that all the time. Lord, be here with me. Won't you pray just that be with me. moms? Yeah. Okay. All right. Lord, I'm just thinking about all of our moms listening right now or who will listen. I'm just giving ourselves space and quiet 
Your scripture says that you quiet us with your love. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would be with us. That's all we need. We just need you to be close to us, mm -hmm. to be near us, and for us to be able to, to feel your presence, Lord. So as we get caught up this season, Lord, help us to remember to just be with you, mm -hmm. that you came for this. This is why you came. This is what we're celebrating. You came to be with us, God, with us. You came to be with us. You came to save us. You wanted to be all wrapped up in us. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would really help us to be close to you mm -hmm. and to be changed by you. You would help us to allow you into the spaces that we are nervous about. <laughs> we don't know what to do with. Lord, you know what to do with them and you want to come in and you want to shake it up a little <laughs> and then you want to turn us around and send us on a new path. That's a path of hope and joy and peace and love, goodness, Lord, all the things that you are. So Lord, I pray that we would invite you in and Lord, we praise you. Lord, thank you so much. For coming, yeah, we can't, we 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 cannot be more grateful for what you have done for us, for this plan that you have laid from the found. You need to say it, Deb. What is it? What was before the verse? foundation of the world? He was the Lamb before the foundation before the foundation of the world. So this plan before the foundation of the world, as it's unfolding, Lord, we get to be here in this moment. Mm -hmm. And you want us to be here with you. Yes. And you want us to remember why you came so that you could be close to us. Lord, help us to be close to you and to allow you to do your life-changing, beautiful heart work that only yes. you can do. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Oh, Deb, this is so good. <laughs> Like, I love re-talking about Merry, it. I Merry love Christmas. And Merry Christmas, and Merry Christmas everybody. And we love you. Oh, we hope you have some sweet time with Jesus, right? Yeah. Amen. And we're going to be praying for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Merry praying Christmas for all everyone. of you. God bless you. Merry Christmas.